0: Hey, welcome to Let's Talk Link Building. My name is Aaron Anderson, and today, as the first episode of the podcast, I'd like to give a bit more background of who I am, how I got into link building, and kind of my journey and how it has brought me to today. And yeah, what pulled me into this world of link building. So I had to go back to one of my first jobs out of college, you know, I had had a sales background in college. I'd done door to door sales and didn't kind of really know what I wanted to get into and one of my first jobs, was working for my uncle and they were, we were opening a, a new office in a new city for their company that does like wood refinishing and I was responsible, fully responsible for sales and marketing of that office in Las Vegas and I was, you know, I was doing a lot of cold calls for Property managers and facility managers of the big casinos and stuff in Vegas. But I was getting a bit kind of frustrated with the cold call. And so I was looking for ways to kind of better leverage my time and effort, which brought me into marketing. And I was, you know, it was pretty primitive. I was just trying to figure out how I could get people to call me. So I was just taking our website, you know, putting listings on Yelp and, you know, just building out citations and things like that. And, you know, over time, you know that this effort worked and I started getting phone calls and that was really rewarding for me and it was so fun to see that like oh wow like I don't have to fully rely on my cold call efforts to make sales and so that was really exciting for me but we kind of focused on commercial and we were getting a lot of calls from homeowners wanting help and these calls were kind of going to waste because we we didn't really want this work However, I was able to take someone that had another similar company to ours that I had interviewed at one point and ask, hey, do you want these these phone calls? Like these homeowners are wanting help. We don't do it. Would you like these phone calls? So he started taking the phone calls and then he ended up sending us money kind of every time he got a job from, from the work. And again, that was really exciting to me. And, and the company, like I don't think this was that exciting to receive a $100 every every couple months or whatever. But that was really exciting for me. So later when I left that business, I talked to this, this person said, Oh, Hey, let me help you build a website and, you know, generate leads. And, you know, you can kind of pay me per lead. So that that was kind of my first real introduction to to internet marketing. And it got me really excited about internet marketing. Later, I did a few different things. I worked in real estate and worked at a startup company that, that ended up failing. And But then I I was really drawn to internet marketing and wanted to get into it. And so when the the startup company I I worked for had had failed, I decided to reach out to a bunch of like SEO consultants because I kind of felt like I'd been trying to learn on my own and I'd been learning, but I kind of felt like I'd reached a ceiling where I just, I couldn't progress uh, like the way I wanted. So I reached out to a bunch of SEO consultants and I said, Hey, you know, I'm willing to work for free. I am just looking for an opportunity to, to work with someone and to, to learn. And this led me to some interesting experiences, Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, one particular experience, someone said, okay, work with my SEO out of Egypt and the guy was like, oh, this is weird that, you know, you're working for free so you can write articles for me. You can rewrite articles for $2 an article. And I was, I know I didn't really know what I was doing at the time. I was just trying to learn and, but yeah, eventually through some of these experiences, I I connected with a a certain consultant and started working with him. And then we took his consultancy and and turned it into an agency. And this was an SEO agency. Our focus was e-commerce SEO. Yeah. And then, so that was really, you know, my first kind of SEO agency. And this was, I think 2012 that I kind of got involved in this agency and the thing, because I didn't have a ton of experience in SEO, but I have some natural abilities as like, you know, I've always been very organized and, you know, on the operations side, the operations side came fairly easily to me. So I helped out with operations and kind of managing, you know, the people that we would hire and making sure that the good product was being shipped. And so I worked in that agency for for a year or two and then eventually kind of my partner and I we kind of had a falling out and uh, left that agency. But one thing in, in terms of link building at that agency we, we avoided link building. And I remember it was like something we well, first off we didn't know how to sell it. And we didn't know necessarily how to do it either. Because it just seemed like it was so much effort to even just get one or two links that it just never seemed like it would be worth it to what clients were paying us to get a link or two and so we kind of avoided link building you know we mostly stuck to on-site optimization and recommendations and things because with e-commerce there's a lot of that and we we avoided link building so that was kind of my first exposure to link building was like let's avoid it because it seems kind of hard and you know we don't really know how to do it in a way for clients that we can make the clients happy and make sense for the business. So, yeah, that was my first experience with link building. Later, I had some other experiences where I, I was doing consulting for a couple different agencies, and mostly this consulting was like helping with hiring, helping on the operations side, the things that I felt you know I, I did fairly well at. And at one of these agencies, they asked me to help them hire a link builder. And so I had put up a job posting and I ended up finding someone that was I thought was a good fit and, and we hired him. And from that experience, seeing kind of his approach to link building and kind of seeing how he had success with it and realizing like, wow, he was great to work with and you know, he was doing a good job in terms of getting great links for clients and so I actually started recommending him at a couple other agencies I was working at. And I think he got a couple, I mean, I think he worked with like three agencies at the same time, all that I was working for as well. And so I started kind of changing my perspective on link building and how it could be done. I started recognizing that, you know, good link building in terms of link building outreach, it didn't need quite the depth of technical SEO understanding. And that was one thing that always kind of kept me back from being a good implementer for technical SEO is that I wasn't, um, I've never been super technical. And I started seeing that, you know, to be good at, you know, link building, at least from an outreach perspective, it was more about project management, you know, being a good communicator, a written communicator. So maybe, and then there's like some sales aspect to it. And then obviously you do have to have a good SEO understanding, but it's more of a high level on SEO understanding. You don't have to be as in the weeds. And so once I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, like that seems like something that that I could be very good at. And now this SEO, he and I kind of discussed together potentially of working together and and maybe, you know, starting an agency together or something, but it didn't end up working out. But that experience did kind of push me to see, okay, I think that link building is something that i can execute because i would had two previous experiences where my you know my first seo agency i had a partner he and i were kind of similar in the things that we wanted to do and then i had another agency that i tried with a partner and and i was thinking he would be more the executor and i would be more the sales and 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 that also didn't quite work out and so i started seeing like oh maybe like with link building if it's something that i can learn to execute and it fits my skill set well then I can be able to kind of scale a company around something that I can actually do really well myself and then I can be able to train a team and everything and so that was kind of what got me into link building and you know now it's been it's been about four and a half to five years that I've been doing link building kind of full-time and you know how I do link building and my approach it's a lot of it has come from you know, from asking questions from other people. And then a lot of it, you know, just kind of doing things and, and seeing what works and, and learning and kind of iterating over time. And, and that's one thing that I noticed uh, just about link building in general is that in order to really get insight, like there's a lot of people that write about link building and stuff, but I always felt like, you know, the best way to learn is kind of by trying things and seeing what works. But it's hard to try everything. And even when you do run some experiments, it's hard to get like enough data for it to be, you know, to draw specific conclusions from it. And so that's why I was kind of excited about starting a podcast is I would love to be able to talk to lots of different link builders and their approach and the things that they've learned through their own experience. Because you can only, you know, from my experience, I, I you know, I guess I'm at that point again, where I'm like, okay, like I've learned a lot and I do link building a certain way, but there's still ways in which I want to continue to grow and expand my own understanding. And the best way to do that is to talk to others, you know, because I think most link builders tend to have a couple of strategies that are are like their core strategies, because it's, it's hard to be good at everything. And so you kind of want to hone in and, and have a few strategies that are your, like your best strategies and you get really good at those. But then there's other strategies that I'm not great at and that makes it so there's certain clients that I can't necessarily help. So, you know, when I started my agency, you know, it was, first off, it was just me starting everything on my own. And I wasn't necessarily sure if I would be able to kind of build out a team that I was happy with and, and everything. And you know, w- what I did in the beginning is I was trying to hire people that were experienced that could help me out and I was never really satisfied with the quality so kind of my breakthrough moment came when i started hiring people with no experience and just training them from the ground up and that that's how i've kind of built my agency because you know i can ensure that we're doing things to the level of quality that that i expect and that you know i i didn't want to scale my company ever at the expense of quality i was like if i can't grow and maintain quality or improve quality then i don't want to grow then i'll just keep doing it just on my own so that was something that was really important for me that i, I you know i didn't want to just grow a business and so my approach has been kind of a much slower path to, to growing and, I, and i'm not saying anything bad about the way other people's do things you know i i've always tended to be someone that you know wants to get this done first before moving on to the next step and You know, most entrepreneurs, they can, they're much better about pushing forward and kind of figuring things out after the fact. And I'm more cautious, but, uh, that has, for me, has helped me kind of make sure that we're always able to do quality work for clients. And I'm, I'm never feeling like we're taking things on that we can't manage. So, you know, just to dive into a bit about kind of how I approach link building and uh, kind of the strategies that are kind of my preferred approaches is for me, I'm, I like to do link building that I feel is the lowest risk to clients. You know, because if I'm doing work on someone else's behalf, you know, my first rule is I I don't want to do anything that could hurt, (laughs) you know, that's so I don't want to take unnecessary risks, especially, you know, for, you know, most clients are online only businesses and links are an important part of their marketing strategy. And, uh, you know, and organic traffic is important to them. So if you're taking risks, uh, they could have a significant detriment to the business. So, you know, I've always done a a strictly outreach only approach. And, you know, my core strategies are, you know, broken link building, resource link building, unlinked mentions, and uh, then like content promotion. And my absolute favorite strategy is broken link building. Now broken link building, you know, I've seen other respected people in the space that say, oh, it doesn't work as well as people claim it does, or everybody just writes about it because people search for it or whatever. But it doesn't work as well today because there's all these tools and all these websites that have SEOs, they know how to find broken links. They don't need you pointing out them out to them. And, And you know, that's true that back when broken link building started, there probably weren't the same tools to monitor. And to alert you to broken links to fix. And, and that is definitely true. However, the internet, since the beginning, it just continues to increase in size. And it's just growing at such a fast rate that what I call the broken internet is also growing at a similar rate. And so there actually are a lot of broken links. In, in my guesstimation, there's probably more broken links today than there's ever been because there's just, more internet in general than there's ever been. And so there are a lot of great opportunities and we've built links from thousands of referring domains with broken link building. So the other thing people say is it's not scalable. And you know, I I think it is, I mean, we've we've done it plenty. And I think one of the reasons I like broken link building, you know, there's different types of link builders some link builders like to be more creative. With their templates and stuff especially if you're doing guest posting and everyone's sending guest post pitches all the time you you want to like set yourself apart so you're not just the same as everybody else but i'm not i guess i'm not very good at the creative side i'm more like with broken link building it's putting in the work to find the broken links and broken links that work and if you can find them then you don't have to be creative with the template or anything else like and you, it's kind of more predictable so that the uncertainty, what people don't like, I think, is the aspect of you need to find the broken links, and there is a, you have to learn, and that's a process to kind of figure that out. But on the other hand, once you kind of figure that out and you find broken links, well, then everything else, you know, doesn't necessarily it need to be that creative, and there's it, t- it kind of takes away the uncertainty. And you know, I, and we've gotten broken links like links from sites like New York Times and Parade.com and Men's Health know, so for some really top tier websites. So even just a very generic broken link pitch, yeah, it, it can work from top tier sites that have their own in-house SEO teams or whatever, like it, it does work. So that's why I like it. And I also like it because when you build links, you want variation in the types of links, if you are only getting a very certain type of link, like you're doing all guest posts links, or you're doing all resource page links or whatever. You know, it's it's not ideal. You generally want like a varied anchor and link profile because that's how link profiles generally are. They're, they're varied. And so with broken link building, one thing I like about it is that it generally leads to a varied link profile because sometimes when you're doing, reach out on this broken link, you're getting some resource pages and then others you're getting like within the content links from within content. So you're getting like a, a wide variety of links with a wide variety of anchor texts. So that's one thing that I, that I really like about it. So with broken link building, the other thing is it can work in nearly every industry there are industries that I've tried it and I've, I have failed. (laughs) doesn't mean I can't figure it out, but to date, I haven't quite figured it out. However, there are a lot of industries that it can, it can work well. And especially if you're willing to recreate content, that's the thing is some websites If they have a lot of content on a lot of different topics, you might be able to, you find a broken link and be able to suggest an existing resource from your site. However, that doesn't always work often, especially if you're in a more difficult niche, it's helpful to recreate content. And I've done this like for some difficult niches that this has worked well for me. One was a, a company approached me this was a long time ago maybe four or five years ago but it's an interesting example and it's when i was kind of starting out so maybe i was more willing to experiment because i didn't that's just kind of how it was at that time And so there was a a content mill you content mill is one that you know they people can hire them to write their research paper in school you know so it's basically like you're able to cheat <laughs> You pay them to cheat for you, do your schoolwork and things. And so, you know, this would be a difficult niche to build links for because, you know, a lot of people aren't going to like that concept or that business and would not be interested in linking to it. So I was trying to figure out how I could build links for them. And I didn't see a lot of pass forward. However, I, I came across a broken link. And the broken link was a thesis statement generator. So you put your first argument, you put your second argument or whatever. And then it kind of like just puts them together into like a thesis statement. And I found a broken link. And so I told the content and I said, okay, if you build this tool, then I will be able to reach out to everyone linking to the broken one and suggest your site, even though. Their URL was very obvious, like that it's a content mill. It was, it was nothing that I could like hide about what they were doing. And I was like, well, we'll see how this works because I know, but if they build this tool, I, I think I can get some links for them. <laughs> and so they did that and they built the tool and I did some link building and I, and I was like, okay, are, are academics really going to link to this? Cause a lot of the, the links are going to this tool were like maybe social media, I'm mean not social, media, social sciences professors, or they were like, they're academics, they were teachers and, and people that were linking to this as a resource. Maybe it's an English professor. That's like, oh, and if you need help with a thesis statement, go to the st- thesis statement generator. Right. And I was surprised that when I did the outreach that yes, I was able to get academics to link to this thesis statement generator. Now you can debate the moral, <laughs> the morals of this approach. You know that's a discussion for another, or the ethics ever. You want to look at it. But what was interesting to me is that yeah, with with the broken link, that we were able to to get people to link to it. And yes, there was like one professor that responded like, "Are you nuts? Like, why do you think a professor would link to this?" And you know that, and I expected more of those responses, but I was actually surprised at the effectiveness of getting some so that that's probably the industry that it has worked in that I was the most surprised about and so that's why I say like there's probably some industries that I could build links for that I just can't haven't quite figured it out yet yeah so that's kind of just an overview of broken link building kind of how I how I approach it you know there are certain industries where I all we do is kind of just suggest content and then based from broken links and then build out links using those broken pieces. So it is something that we can do in difficult niches that I like, but yeah, there is a, a whole approach to how to find the broken links and how to evaluate and make sure that they're, they're good. And, and maybe that's something we can dive in on, on a future podcast. My plan for this podcast is to do a lot of interviews. To learn from different people and how they approach them, but uh, there will probably be a rare podcast episode here or there where it's just me talking. And you, know, you know, we'll kind of see how that shakes out as I start doing more and more. But uh, yeah, that's kind of the plan for now. So, thanks for joining me on this podcast. If you have any suggestions or want me to cover certain topics or whatnot, you know, feel free to reach out to me and. I'll be happy to uh, take those into consideration. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to, you know, doing more podcasts, more podcast episodes and see who we can learn from here about about link building and different approaches and ways to build links. So thanks for joining me today on Let's Talk Link Building and uh, talk with you soon.